This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. God calls Latinas to lives of influence. Find mentorship in 12 women of the Bible, including Esther, Rahab, Mary, and Lydia, who navigated challenges of brokenness and suffering, being bicultural and crossing borders. Keep listening for more information. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 19. For the music director, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky displays His handiwork. Day after day, it speaks out. Night after night, it reveals His greatness. There is no actual speech or word nor is its voice literally heard. Yet, its voice echoes throughout the earth, its words carry to the distant horizon. In the sky, he has pitched a tent for the sun. Like a bridegroom, it emerges from its chamber. Like a strong man, it enjoys running its course. It emerges from the distant horizon and goes from one end of the sky to the other. Nothing can escape its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect and preserves one's life. The rules set down by the Lord are reliable and impart wisdom to the inexperienced. The Lord's precepts are fair and make one joyful. The Lord's commands are pure and give insight for life. The commands to fear the Lord are right and endure forever. The judgments given by the Lord are trustworthy and absolutely just. They are of greater value than gold, than even a great amount of pure gold. They bring greater delight than honey, than even the sweetest honey from a honeycomb. Yes, your servant finds moral guidance there. Those who obey them receive a rich reward. Who can know all his errors? Please do not punish me for sins I am unaware of. Moreover, keep me from committing flagrant sins. Do not allow such sins to control me. Then I will be blameless and innocent of blatant rebellion. May my words and thoughts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my sheltering rock and my Redeemer. Psalm chapter 131 A Song of Ascents by David O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor do I have a haughty look. I do not have great aspirations or concern myself with things that are beyond me. Indeed, I have calmed and quieted myself like a weaned child with its mother. I am content like a young child 
O Israel, hope in the Lord now and forevermore. Deuteronomy chapter 7 The Dispossession of Non-Vassals When the Lord your God brings you to the land that you are going to occupy and forces out many nations before you, Hittites, Girgashites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, seven nations more numerous and powerful than you, and he delivers them over to you and you attack them, you must utterly annihilate them. Make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. You must not intermarry with them. Do not give your daughters to their sons or take their daughters for your sons, for they will turn your sons away from me to worship other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will erupt against you and he will quickly destroy you. Instead, this is what you must do to them. You must tear down their altars, shatter their sacred pillars, cut down their sacred Asherah poles, and burn up their idols. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. He has chosen you to be his people, prized above all others on the face of the earth. The Basis of Israel's Election It is not because you are more numerous than all the other peoples that the Lord favored and chose you. For in fact, you were the least numerous of all peoples. Rather, it is because of his love for you and his faithfulness to the promise he solemnly vowed to your ancestors that the Lord brought you out with great power, redeeming you from the place of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So realize that the Lord your God is the true God, the faithful God who keeps covenant faithfully with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. But who pays back those who hate him as they deserve and destroys them? He will not ignore those who hate him, but will repay them as they deserve. So keep the commandments, statutes, and ordinances that I today am commanding you to do. Promises of good for covenant obedience. If you obey these ordinances and are careful to do them, the Lord your God will faithfully keep covenant with you as he promised your ancestors. He will love and bless you and make you numerous. He will bless you with many children, with the produce of your soil, your grain, your new wine, your olive oil, the offspring of your oxen, and the young of your flocks in the land that he promised your ancestors to give you. You will be blessed beyond all peoples. There will be no barrenness among you or your livestock. The Lord will protect you from all sickness, and you will not experience any of the terrible diseases that you knew in Egypt. Instead, he will inflict them on all those who hate you. Exhortation to Destroy Canaanite Paganism You must destroy all the people whom the Lord your God is about to deliver over to you. You must not pity them or worship their gods, for that will be a snare to you. If you think, these nations are more numerous than I, how can I dispossess them? You must not fear them. You must carefully recall what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all Egypt, the great judgments you saw, the signs and wonders, the strength and power by which he brought you out. Thus the Lord your God will do to all the people you fear. Furthermore, the Lord your God will release hornets among them until the very last ones who hide from you perish. You must not tremble in their presence, for the Lord your God who is present among you is a great and awesome God. He, the God who leads you, will expel the nations little by little. You will not be allowed to destroy them all at once, lest the wild animals overrun you. The Lord your God will give them over to you. He will throw them into a great panic until they are destroyed. He will hand over their kings to you, and you will erase their very names from memory. Nobody will be able to resist you until you destroy them. 
You must burn the images of their gods, but do not covet the silver and gold that covers them so much that you take it for yourself and thus become ensnared by it, for it is abhorrent to the Lord your God. You must not bring any abhorrent thing into your house and thereby become an object of divine wrath along with it. You must absolutely detest and abhor it, for it is an object of divine wrath. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verses 1 through 22. Theological Justification of the Conquest. Listen, Israel, today you are about to cross the Jordan so you can dispossess the nations there, people greater and stronger than you who live in large cities with extremely high fortifications. They include the Anakites, a numerous and tall people whom you know about and whom it is said, who is able to resist the Anakites. Understand today that the Lord your God who goes before you is a devouring fire He will defeat and subdue them before you. You will dispossess and destroy them quickly, just as he has told you. Do not think to yourself after the Lord your God has driven them out before you. Because of my own righteousness, the Lord has brought me here to possess this land. It is because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out ahead of you. It is not because of your righteousness or even your inner uprightness that you have come here to possess their land. Instead, because of the wickedness of these nations, the Lord your God is driving them out ahead of you in order to confirm the promise he made on oath to your ancestors, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Understand, therefore, that it is not because of your righteousness that the Lord your God is about to give you this good land as a possession, for you are a stubborn people. The History of Israel's Stubbornness Remember, don't forget how you provoked the Lord your God in the wilderness. From the time you left the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you were constantly rebelling against him. At Horeb, you provoked him, and he was angry enough with you to destroy you. When I went up the mountain to receive the stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant that the Lord made with you, I remained there forty days and nights, eating and drinking nothing. The Lord gave me the two stone tablets written by the very finger of God, and on them was everything he said to you at the mountain from the midst of the fire at the time of that assembly. Now at the end of the forty days and nights, the Lord presented me with the two stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant. And he said to me, get up, go down at once from here, because your people whom you brought out of Egypt have sinned. They have quickly turned from the way I commanded them and have made for themselves a cast metal image. Moreover, he said to me, I have taken note of these people. They are a stubborn lot. Stand aside and I will destroy them, obliterating their very name from memory, and I will make you into a stronger and more numerous nation than they are. So I turned and went down the mountain while it was blazing with fire. The two tablets of the covenant were in my hands. When I looked, you had indeed sinned against the Lord your God and had cast for yourselves a metal calf. You had quickly turned aside from the way he had commanded you. I grabbed the two tablets, threw them down, and shattered them before your very eyes. Then I again fell down before the Lord for forty days and nights. I ate and drank nothing because of all the sin you had committed, doing such evil before the Lord as to enrage him. For I was terrified at the Lord's intense anger that threatened to destroy you, but he listened to me this time as well. The Lord was also angry enough at Aaron to kill him, but at that time I prayed for him too. As for your sinful thing that you had made, The calf, I took it, melted it down, ground it up until it was as fine as dust and tossed the dust into the stream that flows down the mountain. Moreover, you continue to provoke the Lord at Tabera, Masa, and Kibroth Hatava. New Testament reading. Romans chapter 9 through Romans chapter 10. 
Romans chapter 9. Israel's rejection considered. I am telling the truth in Christ. I am not lying. For my conscience assures me in the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were a curse, cut off from Christ for the sake of my people, my fellow countrymen who are Israelites. To them belong the adoption as sons, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs. And from them, by human descent, came the Christ, who was God over all, blessed forever. Amen. It is not as though the word of God had failed, for not all those who are descended from Israel are truly Israel, nor are all the children Abraham's true descendants. Rather, through Isaac will your descendants be counted. This means it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God. Rather, the children of promise are counted as descendants. For this is what the promise declared. About a year from now, I will return and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but when Rebekah had conceived children by one man, our ancestor Isaac, even before they were born or had done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose in election would stand, not by works, but by his calling, he was said to her, The older will serve the younger, just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What shall we say then? Is there injustice with God? Absolutely not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it does not depend on human desire or exertion, but on God who shows mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may demonstrate my power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. So then God has mercy on whom he chooses to have mercy, and he hardens whom he chooses to harden. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? For who has ever resisted his will? But who indeed are you, a mere human being, to talk back to God? Does what is molded say to the molder, why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right to make from the same lump of clay one vessel for special use and another for ordinary use? But what if God, willing to demonstrate his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience the objects of wrath prepared for destruction? And what if he is willing to make known the wealth of his glory on the objects of mercy that he has prepared beforehand for glory? even us whom he has called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. As he also says in Hosea, I will call those who were not my people, my people, and I will call her who was unloved, my beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they will be called sons of the living God. And Isaiah cries out on behalf of Israel, though the number of the children of Israel are as the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved, For the Lord will execute his sentence on the earth completely and quickly, just as Isaiah predicted. If the Lord of heaven's armies had not left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom and we would have resembled Gomorrah. Israel's rejection culpable. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness obtained it, that is, a righteousness that is by faith, but Israel, even though pursuing a law of righteousness, did not attain it. Why not? because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were possible by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, just as it is written, Look, I am laying in Zion a stone that will cause people to stumble, a rock that will make them fall, yet the one who believes in him will not be put to shame. Romans chapter 10 Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God on behalf of my fellow Israelites is for their salvation, for I can testify that they are zealous for God. 
but their zeal is not in line with the truth. For ignoring the righteousness that comes from God and seeking instead to establish their own righteousness, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, with the result that there is righteousness for everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is by the law. The one who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart, that is, the word of faith that we preach. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and thus has righteousness, and with the mouth one confesses and thus has salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, who richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How are they to call on one they have not believed in? And how are they to believe in one they have not heard of? And how are they to hear without someone preaching to them? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how timely is the arrival of those who proclaim the good news. But not all have obeyed the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Consequently, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes from the preached word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Yes, they have. Their voice has gone out to all the earth in their words to the ends of the world. But again I ask, didn't Israel understand? First Moses says, I will make you jealous by those who are not a nation. With a senseless nation, I will provoke you to anger. And Isaiah is even bold enough to say, I was found by those who did not seek me. I became well known to those who did not ask for me. But about Israel, he says, all day long, I held out my hands to this disobedient and stubborn people. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, thank you. Thank you, O oh God, that you are a merciful God and that we finite human beings often question your, your ways and your decisions, O oh God, because they're so much higher than ours and your thoughts are so much higher than ours, O oh God. And and your ways are so mysterious to us, oh God, we just cannot fully comprehend what it is you choose to do and why you do it, oh God. And you know, the scripture says, you know, does the, the potter not have the right to make out of clay utensils for noble and ignoble uses? You know, who are we to ask, oh God? Oh, but we do ask, oh God, because we don't, we don't understand. We don't always understand, God, but we can trust your character. We can trust your mercy. We can trust your compassion and your grace, oh God. Thank you for choosing us, oh Lord God. Thank you, O Lord God, for drawing us and counting us among your royal priesthood, O God, your, your elect, O Lord. Thank you. These are hard passages, O God, to hear about the stubbornness when you talk about the Israelites. And we see our own tendency towards stubbornness, O Lord God. It's not because of our own righteousness, as we're, re we're reminded in the Old Testament. It's not because of our, own, of our own righteousness that we are saved. It is not because we are so good that we're saved. No, 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 no. It is on account of your own mercy. It is on account of your grace, O oh God. It is, it is on account of your own compassion. It is on account of your love for us, O oh God. Help us to never, ever get it twisted, O oh Lord God, that we 
are the objects of grace, O Lord God. And would you help us, O God, to resist the temptation to act and live as though we are objects of wrath. Help us not to covet that which is evil. Help us, O Lord God, to desire what is good and to reflect your glory in the land, Lord. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. God created his Latina daughters to live into the incredible plans he has for each of them. But many have heard cultural messages that make them doubt their adequacy. We have not seen many Latina women in positions of leadership, and more mentors and role models are needed. The authors of the book, Hermanas, look at the lives of women in scripture and share their own journeys as Latinas and leaders. You are not alone. Join your sisters as you become the Latina leader God has called you to be. Get your copy of Hermanas, Deepening Our Identity and Growing Our Influence today from IVP. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.